Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey everybody and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. It is, it's been snowing for pretty much the last 24 hours, maybe a little bit longer, here in Milwaukee, and I love it. <laughs> I'm probably the only person right now that does love it, but I, I have told people for the past couple of weeks, I would like 10 inches of snow every week throughout the winter, and then I'd like it to all go away, because I love the way that the trees look, I love the quiet that comes when snow is dampening all the sound around and I actually, I don't mind doing the snow removal as long as I've got my snowblower. Because I, as a kid, we used to have to do it with the shovel. And that was, I, no, no thank you. <laughs> but I love it. I'm enjoying the snow. I hope you guys are enjoying whatever weather you have because that's what you get. You get that weather and that's all there is to it. But today, I want to talk about travel and pornography use. I know that there isn't as much travel now as you might have had pre-pandemic, but I also know that that is going to change in the next year or so. And my son and I, uh, my Brody, who's our second son, our third child, we went to a volleyball tournament for him in Indianapolis. And this topic occurred to me because this was one of the big struggles that I had when I traveled regularly for business. I worked for an insurance company for a lot of years, and I did a lot of corporate travel and that was one of the times when it would be the most difficult for me. And I think this is probably one of the most difficult times for most men when they travel, uh, which is, I think, one of the reasons why we do some of the things that we do that we're not proud of when we're on business trips. Loneliness uh, is probably the biggest issue that I personally dealt with when I traveled for work. Boredom, I think, is another very prominent feeling for men who travel. They you know, they're just like, what do I do with my time? Do I do something that's interesting or do I just sit in my room and do nothing? And I, I just want to just kind of dive into three very simple, very easy things that you can do to begin the process of making sure that your travel is not that time when you when you go down the rabbit hole of travel. You, you know, if you don't want to be viewing pornography on your travel trips or eating excessively or whatever your buffer is that you use on your on your travel trips that isn't helping you be the person you want to be, I think these three simple tips are going to help you do that. Okay, so let's just dive into them. The very first one, and I think that this is probably self-evident, but I don't want to skip it because I think it's a really important one, is plan ahead. For me, I was most successful when I knew when my downtime was going to be, and I created a schedule for that downtime that was going to be feasible. 
right? So planning ahead, making sure that I knew what I was going to be doing. And if that meant downloading good movies to watch or bringing good books to read, that was what I was doing. So I'm planning ahead. I'm understanding what my downtime looks like. I have a schedule of off hours so that I know, well, during this hour and this hour, I'm not going to be with people. You know, for me, it was a lot of business dinners and business uh, meetings and planning meetings and that sort of thing. So there would be times during that where I was very busy and I didn't have time to do anything. And then there would be moments where you just don't have anything to do for a couple of hours or uh, whatever. Create a schedule for those hours. What are you going to be doing? Even if that just means taking a nap, put down something so that your brain isn't like, well, what do we do now? And then I would say also create a backup plan for that downtime. So if if one thing is going to fail because of whatever reason, have a secondary item. So if it's, well, I plan on working out at the hotel gym, but then in that moment when you get to the hotel gym, all of the equipment is taken up, you have to have a backup plan for that. So you're not just wandering back to your room and again, wandering down the rabbit hole. This is an idea that I I use very successfully as a business person, as a, as a person who traveled a lot. Uh, this was very important to me. And maybe your backup plan is, well, if I can't get onto a piece of equipment at the gym, I'm going to go for a run. And planning for exercise, planning for positive eating, planning for wholesome entertainment, these are, in my mind, the very things that you need to plug into that plan. So for me, it was, you know, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to explore the wider area, right? So whatever that means, if there's, you know, when we would go to Chicago, I would go down to Grant Park. Uh, I would try and take excursions. I would do things so that I could enjoy not only my downtime, but also, you know, just a new city. I always love checking out new places. That for me has always been a, a, a beautiful you know, I've lived all over the world. I've lived in a lot of different places. It's always beautiful to me to learn the culture. So go find, you know, for me, go find something that's delicious in that in that town. Don't eat all of it, maybe, but find something that is unique to that place. If you're in Philly, have a cheesesteak, right? Also, make sure you don't overeat. So, you know, make that balancing act. I'm only going to eat a quarter of a cheesesteak because I, I, I've never been to Philadelphia, but I imagine a, an entire cheesesteak would not be probably healthy eating. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to create healthy, wholesome activities that fill your downtime rather than, you know, sitting in a room being lonely and bored. Okay. Number two is create and increase your self-awareness. One of the things that I really, really think is, you know, essential to every man who is dealing with pornography use in their life is we do not do enough reaching out to friends and family and our spouse and create the intimacy that we really do crave, which is just this this being with people and knowing that they accept us for who we are. So have some time set aside to maybe call people and talk to them for 30 minutes and have a few people on that list in case somebody's not available. But also don't expect those people to fill the void of bad feelings. When you are creating this intimacy with your family and your friends and and your spouse and just even maybe sometimes the business associates, don't expect them to fill the void of bad feelings and be willing to feel those feelings, right? 
This is increasing your self-awareness, understanding that, oh, I'm going to reach out to people. I'm going to try and enjoy the moments that I get with people, but I'm also going to understand that I'm going to process these bad feelings that are going to come. Notice your feelings. Notice the thoughts that create them. I often would have this thought of, well, no one's here to stop you, or this is the perfect time to go down the rabbit hole. This is the perfect time to try and look at pornography. And just noticing those thoughts and the feelings that they created, sometimes those feelings were excitement. Sometimes those feelings were dread. Sometimes those feelings were loneliness. Whatever it was, notice those feelings and notice the thoughts that create them and then be willing to ask questions of those thoughts. And one of the things that we do in the membership in and in my coaching with people individually is we go and we ask questions of these thoughts and we start to parse out whether or not and figure out whether or not these thoughts are actually true or if they are just thoughts that our brain is offering us in order to help us feel good in a moment. And, and if you go back a couple of episodes, that there's an entire episode on the lies our brain tells us. Again, your brain's not lying to you just because it wants to lie to you. It's lying to you because it's trying to help you feel better in a moment. And it doesn't really mean to like deceive you per se. It's just offering you an alternate reality that you may not want to believe in the long run, but that it's easier to believe in the short term. So increase your self-awareness. Be aware of what's going on internally, in your mind, in your um, in your feelings arena. And if, you know if you can do that, notice, say no, observe your feelings, and then breathe. Breathe through those feelings. That's going to help you with increasing your self-awareness. Number three is learn from your actions. In the membership, we use something called Learn Something and Move Forward. And that is a great worksheet to you know just dig into, well, what happened? Why is it that I did this? You know, And you're going to want to look back at the last time you went out of town. When did it hit you the last time? So when did you start going down the rabbit hole last time? And when was that during your journey? What was you know, the sort of stuff that kind of brought that to the fore and then start to ask yourself, what could I do differently? What do I want to do differently the next time I go out of town? What is the story that I could tell myself about when I went out of town the last time that I could start to tell myself the next time I go out of town that would actually help me rather than hinder me? You know, is, is, is the story that you tell yourself that it's a time of escape and time to let loose? Is it the story that you tell yourself that you always fail when you're out of town? Is the story that you tell yourself that you never win the battles when you're out of town? Maybe the story that you tell yourself is that you're going to have to fight and be strong and struggle. And all of that story that we tell ourselves is probably hurting the process that we have of stopping the behavior and actually learning how and why and what it is that we're doing. So then you can take that old story and and start asking questions and maybe start to tell a new story. Decide on a different story. Maybe the story is, I am learning how to manage my emotions and I'm getting pretty good at it. Maybe you're not great at it. Maybe you're not perfect at it, but maybe you're getting pretty good at it. And allow the missteps to become opportunities to learn rather than opportunities to beat yourself up. There is not a person out there who gets better by punching themselves in the face. And the awareness that you gain from talking through the story and understanding the story allows you to step back from that self, you know, the beating yourself up, that punching yourself in the face, and start to actually learn from it. 
So you can let all that shame and frustration just kind of die down and begin to view this as, oh, I'm learning to walk here. I'm learning to manage my emotions when I'm not around other people in a way that I have been in those comfortable moments and allow those missteps to be opportunities to learn. And as we get older, we we think we should know better and just know that that's not really true. <laughs> there are lots of people who don't know better no matter how old they get and just allow that story to just fade into the background and stop punching yourself in the face over it and understand that it is time to learn. If we haven't learned it yet, then we need to learn it. We need to not beat ourselves up for not knowing it yet because not knowing it doesn't mean that you're bad or broken or not going to be able to survive this process. Not knowing it yet just means it's time to learn it. That's all that means. So on your next business trip, what I want you to do again is go back and just plan ahead, increase your self-awareness. So start paying attention even now before you go on your trip and then take the opportunity to learn from your actions. If you will do those three things, I can guarantee you your next business trip is going to go better and the one after that is going to go better. And eventually you're going to get to a place just like I did where you are no longer turning to pornography to feel better when you're away from your family and bored and lonely or whatever it is that you feel when you're away, even stressed, and you are going to start to see this as an opportunity for victory, for seeing yourself as the person that you really are, the person that you want to be, and becoming better at leaving behind your buffer and creating the person that you have always envisioned yourself being. All right, you guys, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Imagine you sitting next to your loved one and no longer bogged down by the greatest trial of your life. Each month, I offer a free webinar that you can attend where you can get your questions answered about how you can break free from pornography use. Take a moment now and go to the website, zackspafford.com slash free call, and you can sign up for free. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to ask questions, learn a new skill, and even get coached live if you like. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.